Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
Through the patience, money comes and goes. Through the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent. The P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Real 
relevant and refreshing. Listen, every week we've kicked real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. And so I am thankful, I'm grateful, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in October just with just a boom, boom shakalaka. Uh, we're going to take a break and regroup and, you know, get some uh, some more topics, some more phenomenal guests, and some more phenomenal listeners. So tonight we're going to go out with a bang. We're talking about how to move from being stuck to unstoppable. In 2019 and beyond, you guys, have y'all realized that it's less than six months into 2020? I don't know about you, but I'm turning the big 5-0 in 2020. And years ago, when I, I remember in grade school, we talked about the year 2020 like it was so, so far away. And it seems so far away. Uh it's, it's here. And so there are some things in 2020 and 2019 that we need to be about. We need to do it. We need to get unstuck, become unstoppable because it's not for us. But when we do uh, and walk in our purpose and our calling and do everything that we are created to do on this earth, it sets the stage for other people behind us, for other people who are not in uh, in the earth yet to have a trail, have a path to go through. And so we need to get about what we're supposed to do and stop being stuck, stuck in fear, stuck in, uh, you know, old relationships, stuck in what you can't do, stuck in your finances that, you know, we'll never have enough money. But you can move beyond being stuck to becoming unstoppable. We got three phenomenal guests on tonight who are going to share their nuggets of wisdom um, on the show, and uh, we have Dr. Will Moreland, uh, Facebook phenom. I love his Facebook lives and all his nuggets of wisdom. Been following him for a few months, and I'm so glad that he is on tonight. Then we have Arthur Jamila Smith from Louisville, my hometown. She is the next. Uh, I can't even call her the next. Her her books. And her movies that she was about to make are just, they grab you. They're so real. They're so raw. And she's going to come on and talk about how she uh, got into uh, writing and uh, movie production and ready to launch a movie. And then we have none other than Dr. Wendy again. Uh, Dr. Wendy Talley, she is, uh, listen, I call her Dr. Wendy. She's in, in uh, her, her doctoral program. So she's already a doctor to me. She's going to kick some nuggets. I don't even know what I told her to talk about. But you know it's going to be wonderful because, why? she's Dr. Wendy. And so tonight, again, we're going to talk about how to move from being stuck to unstoppable. Listen, it's our season finale show. Remember, I just relaunched, I just launched a release, my seventh book, you guys. If you ain't got it, yes, I am enough to next level. How to Love, Live, and Share Your Enoughness. It's on Amazon. You can go read it. Get that book. We have Yes, I Am Enough Apparel. We got flip-flops. We got T-shirts. We got it all coming, you guys. And uh, it's just going to be the movement continues. So get your Yes, I Am Enough Apparel from uh, com. Get the book from Amazon.com. Listen, I am so excited about tonight and what is going to take place. Um, so share this on your social media. Tell them, Dr. Will Moreland, uh, Jamila Smith are going to be on, and Dr. Wendy Talley. If you are stuck 
in fear, faithlessness, frustrations. I don't know about you guys, but it has been a rough week already, and it's only Tuesday. And I'm frustrated, um, discouraged in some areas. But i got to keep moving because I can't be stuck in a rut. i got to keep going. I have people who need me on the other side of my frustrations and my uh, fears. So i got to keep moving. So that's what we're talking about tonight. If you want to move from being stuck to unstoppable tonight's show, listen, you guys, we're going to take a brief break, and I think our first guest is on, Dr. Will. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come and talk about how do you get uh, move from being stuck to unstoppable. Listen, it's easy to get stuck, but when you put strategies in place, you be, you can move past that and become unstoppable. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have some failures sometimes, but it means that when you fall, you have the chutzpah, you have uh, the perseverance and the t- determination to get back up again. And that's what we want to talk about. If you're stuck right now, it's, it's, it's mid-year 2019. Some of us have said, you know what? I'm not even going to pursue my dreams of uh, what I said in January anymore because it's useless. Listen, you can move past that. You can achieve everything you have called yourself and dreamed yourself and wanted yourself to do. Why? Because we got three people who are going to tell you how to get past being stuck to becoming unstoppable. And I'm telling you, when you make up in your mind, I talked about mind games today on my Facebook Live, how the devil comes in. Your mind tries to play tricks on your mind. That's where it begins, uh, in your mind, you guys. But when you get your mind right, you can get your heart right. When you get your heart right, you can get your mouth right. When you get your mouth right, you can get your actions right. And then everything will line up. But it starts in that mind. If you if you are stuck in fear, it's a mind thing. If you are stuck in deceit, it's a mind thing. If you're stuck in learned helplessness, it's a mind thing. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and our first guest is... Uh, on the line, but we're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back and introduce him because he's got some stuff to get into. I want to uh, do a little uh, M&M. Then we're going to come back with Dr. Will Moreland. All right? Uncharted feeling is so bomb. I'm feeling myself. I'm a giant sometimes. I gotta remind myself that I am. Pretty- 
Y'all, but I want to be phenomenal. I got to move from being stuck in some areas to being unstoppable and phenomenal. And our first guest is on. I don't know where you've been. You ain't been on social media if you don't know Dr. Will Moreland. He is, I call him a Facebook phenom because every Facebook live moves you closer towards your. And so tonight I am honored to have him on the Real Talk with Tanya White show for our season finale show as he talks about how we can move from being 
to Unstoppable. So welcome for the first, and I pray not the last time, Dr. Will Moreland. Hello. Hey, Tanya. How are you? I am phenomenal. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Excited to be with you. Thank you so much for sharing your amazing platform and your audience with me. You're doing a phenomenal job, and so I'm just excited about being here tonight with your community. Thank you so much. You are doing uh, miraculous things um, throughout social media and I know in, in, in just the world. So before we dive in how you, uh, and you uh, give us some nuggets of wisdom, tell our audience who you are and how you came to become Dr. Will Moreland. Oh, wow. That's a long story that I'll try to make short. Okay. Uh, but for those that don't know me, I'm originally from Compton, California. And if anybody that's listening is familiar with Compton, you know, Compton was known as the worst city uh, in America. When I was growing up, it was filled with gangs. It was filled with violence. But at the same time, it was filled with uh, individuals that um, had pride. It was filled with individuals that wanted a better life. And that was my grandmother included who set a great foundation for me and my siblings and my cousins, even though we were in a bad situation, she Mm. didn't let us develop a bad mindset. So she was always exposing us to the better things in life and letting us know that, hey, this is where you may have started, but this is not Mm -hmm. where you have to finish. And that's one of the first things I want to tell people when you think about going from unstuck to unstoppable It has to be a mindset that you're not stuck, that any place is a good place to get started. And so long story short, um, after uh, living in Compton for some time, I joined the United States Army, had the great fortune of being able to serve in the United States Army uh, over in Germany. And that's really when I fell in love with personal development Um, I had a mentor who began to ask me one question, and that question was, where do you see yourself in five years? And no one had ever asked me that question before. Uh, Growing up in Compton, California, they told us that you weren't going to make it past the age of 18, and if you didn't make it past the age of 18, you'll probably be in jail. So vision Mm -hmm. wasn't a thing that we really talked about, but This particular gentleman in the Army that I met, he began to get me thinking about where I wanted to go in life and who I wanted to become. And so um, I started reading books, and I just fell in love with personal development, and that's how I kind of walked into my passion today of wanting to impact, inspire, and influence people around the world. Wow. So you said something, and I'm one, I'm, I'm a component of mentorship. You said your grandmother, first of all, gave you experiences uh, that showed you what you could be no matter where you came from. And so what I think um, that this world is missing, the piece of that puzzle, uh, while a lot of people uh, think that they're stuck and and, and they can't move forward, is that true organic mentorship. Can Can you describe what true mentorship is and why it's so needed? Yeah, definitely mentorship has been one of the the key things in my life that has helped me so tremendously. And what a mentor does for you is really gives you a couple of things. Number one, they give you encouragement, but also they give you exposure. And what I mean by exposure is a mentor is going to help you see what's possible. 
one of the things why so many people are stuck is because of what they see and not because of what they see. Absolutely. And that's not a play on words, but many people that first see is your situation. That second see is what's possible. So you got to go beyond what you see, what's in your bank account, where you're living, what what is you know, your, your, your circumstances right now. That may be where you are right now, but that's only temporary because that second C is your potential. That second C is what's possible. It's that same C that has allowed me to go from Compton, California, which was named one of the worst cities, to literally traveling all around the world. So mentorship, not only is it going to give you encouragement, but a good mentor is going to allow you to see what's possible in yourself, and they're going to help you with tools. They're going to give you the wisdom so you can navigate that path. Yes, if you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we got Dr. Will Moreland on. We're so excited and honored, and he just kicked some real wisdom about mentorship. I love what you said, exposure for you to see what you can't see. You got to go beyond what you see to see your potential, your possibility. So, Dr. Will, we're mid-year 2019, and you know most people, you know, are not where we thought we wanted to be. We wrote it down. We were determined. We were motivated. How did we not get <laughs> six months later to where we're supposed to be? What? 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 Why? Why do we not achieve our goal? And then we have that self-defeatism, uh, and then we have to muster up, you know, that more excitement to keep persevering. Why do we get stuck and don't don't set out to achieve what we say we want? So this is going to sound kind of weird, but most people try to achieve too much. Oh, that's not weird at all. That's real knowledge. That's real talk, Dr. Will. Too much. And when I say they want to achieve too much, you know, you look at December the 31st and you look at your life and maybe you look at your finances, you look at your health, you look at your weight, you look at your career, you look at your business, and you want to fix everything right now. But you didn't get into that situation overnight, and you're not going to get out of it overnight. And so one of the things that I challenge all of my um, clients to do is to pick one thing. Mm-hmm. to choose one thing that you want to correct in your life or one thing that you want to improve in your life. Because the way that we're wired, Tanya, we're wired and we're designed to win. And so when we put ourselves in a situation um, where we win, we start getting those little wins, what happens is momentum begins to build. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with, you know, a snowball, a snowball starts off as this small little ball. But as it continues to roll and grab momentum, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so the little things that would distract it earlier, it doesn't have power because now the snowball is bigger. But it mm-hmm. starts with one thing. So many of us get overwhelmed. And then we look at our list in February, and we haven't accomplished anything. And then by June, we're yeah. depressed. Because we say, oh, my God, it's halfway through the year, and I haven't accomplished anything. But I'm challenging everybody from June to December, just pick one thing. 
One, One thing. thing, maybe it's to save $500. Maybe it's to lose 10 pounds. Maybe it's to take one college course. You don't have to get the whole degree in six months, but take one step. The Bible says we go faith by faith, right? Yes. That means step by step. And so when you learn to just conquer that one thing, one of, one of the things I tell my clients is win the gold medal in one event. You can't win every medal mm-hmm. in all the um, in all the different activities. You got to go after one event and win the gold medal in one event. Yes. Oh my goodness! I love what you said. We try to accomplish too much. Choose the one thing, you guys. The one thing. And I know for uh, the, the weight loss, the people who set a goal to lose weight, that is so true. We try to lose too much. We didn't listen. 10 pounds by the end of the year, that's realistic because if you look back over your life last year, <laughs> you, you didn't lose 10 pounds last year, so what makes you think you're going to lose it in the first 90 days? Why do we get that too much type of thinking in our mind, uh, Dr. Will, and we set ourselves up for that, that defeat? Why do, we, why do we try to accomplish too much, and why can't we be satisfied with th- that one thing, working on that one thing. You know, we're living in a time right now where the influence of I have to have it right now Mm. is so prevalent, like with social media, with Instagram, with LinkedIn, with Facebook, everybody appears to have it going on. And so Mm. whenever I start to look at what Tanya has going on, it makes me reflect what I have going on. But what we forget is that even though Tanya and I are going, you know, if you think about being on the freeway, even though we're going the same direction, we're going to different destinations. Absolutely. And so I can't worry about when Tanya gets off the freeway or when Tanya speeds up, I got to drive my car. I got to get to my destination. And so, so many times we're in competition with everybody else, but in essence, the true competition is with yourself. Day by day, how can I become better today? How can I become a better person than I was yesterday? Not with the other 7.8 billion people on the planet, but how can I become a better version of myself? So that means I understand that I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm trying to be the best will that I can be, not the best this person, that person, and that person. I'm not the next whoever. I'm the first Will Moreland. Oh, my. Dr. Will, listen, I got some clapping effects. I got to give it to you. Oh, my goodness. You have said a mouthful. We have got to be satisfied with being our best self, our best self. Listen, real talk with Tanya White, if you just join us, we're talking to Dr. Will Moreland. If you miss any of his talk, you better go listen to the archives because he has just said something, the influence of the right, and I'll change the word in a minute, Dr. Will. I'll call it the right nowness is what you said that gives us the appearance that i got to keep up with the Joneses. But we need to stay in our own lane, drive our own car, and be the best version of ourselves. So, Dr. Will, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I, I saw that you're America's number one leadership trainer. I love leadership. I'm a leader. What are some, we're going to switch the gears on those who are stuck in leadership. We have uh, some uh, some models of leadership in our society, on your job. 
wherever that may not be the best. So how how do leaders affect or impact the people they're influencing can keep an organization stuck? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I think about leadership, and I've had the opportunity to lead, uh, to teach leadership for the last 20 years, and mm-hmm. one of the questions that I always ask every leader is, what type of leader do you want to be? Like, mm-hmm. what's your vision of your leadership? Because when you think about a leader, a leader simply just means to have influence. Yes. And all of us have influence. So that means all of us are leaders. So now that all of us are leaders, the question becomes, what type of leader do you want to be? So just like you said, there are good leaders, there are bad leaders, there's leaders that leave an impact, and there's mm-hmm. leaders that leave um, a wound. So yeah. you've got to decide as a leader, what type of leader do you want to be? Do you want to be a leader where your people respect you? Do you want to be a leader where people are willing to follow you, or are they intimidated by you? See, one of the things that you always need to ask yourself is, yes, I may have people following me. Is it because they want to or is it because they have to? You want to be a leader that so much inspires people that they want to follow you. Jesus said it like this, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. He was very clear on what he was going to do. So when you're clear as a leader – can you say, if you follow me, you're going to be a better version of yourself. If you mm. follow me, you're going to get promoted. If you follow oh me, goodness. you're going to succeed on this job. If you follow me, you're going to be better. As a leader, can you honestly look at your team and at your organization and say, follow me, and you won't regret it? Oh, my goodness. Real talk about the scream. You, uh, you're talking my language. That is so true. You have to. There's a certain self-reflection you have to do as a leader. First of all, you have. I love what you said. The V word, vision. It is so apparent when a leader does not have a clear vision. Uh, how does that, you know, create a domino effect throughout the whole organization when when a leader doesn't have a vision, or he may think, or he or she may think they have a vision, but the vision is not clear. Talk to those leaders who are struggling, because I believe when you're a leader and you're in a position to lead, you don't really set out to be an ineffective leader, you know. So what? talk to those leaders who are, who are stuck in uh, not being their best version of leadership. Yeah, so it definitely does start with vision. Uh, there's a parable that says, without a vision, the people perish. Um, There's a translation that says, without a vision, people cast off restraint or they're not disciplined. So as a leader, what you want to do, I don't care if you're leading a small team, I don't care if you're leading a mid-sized team, or if you're the CEO of the company, what you want to do is take some time to invest and sit down and make the vision plain. Mm-hmm. I know that as a company, we're right here. I know as a team, this is how we're producing. But this is where we're going. The vision lets everyone know what we're trying to achieve. The vision lets everyone know how to get into alignment. And once you mm-hmm. get into alignment, you as the leader can then give everybody their assignment. 
Ooh, See, the vision no. as a leader Ooh, is going to help you see you how everybody fits. <laughs> right. So it's going to help you see how everybody fits. But without that vision. I'm sorry, Dr. Will. I need you to no, go back good. to that alignment and assignment. Right. You you just rolled through that like that was no nugget of wisdom. Can we yeah, go so back to when, that? As, as, as a leader, as a leader, the vision is going to help you with alignment. See, yes. as a leader, you need to know your role in their life. Um, as a leader, one of the things that I had to learn was what was my part? You know, if you think about David, when he was building the temple, his part was just to get the materials. Yes. God said, you're not going to build the tabernacle. All I need for you to do Come is on. take your resources and get the resources. That's yes. your assignment. That's what I need for you to do. And so a lot of times as leaders, because we don't have a clear vision, we're mm. not in alignment. So when mm. you get an alignment, you can sit back and you know your role, and then you can start putting, you know, like Jim Collins said, from good to great, you can get all the right people on the bus. Where are you supposed to be sitting on the bus? Where are you, where are you supposed to be sitting in the organization? And you can, even though I hired you for this, mm-hmm. I know this is where your gifting is. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take the leadership role, and I know I hired you for this, but this is where you're really supposed to be. And as a leader, I'm going to take that initiative to put you in alignment so you can accomplish your assignment. Oh, my goodness. Real talk, you getting million-dollar information. Oh, my God. That, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. It is so important, and I, t- I say vision all the time. I, I have a leadership club for my students, and we talk about vision. When the vision is clear, I love what you said, Dr. Will, when you – it helps you get an alignment so you can know your assignment and help others with their assignment. Woo, talk, I'm like fanning myself, Dr. Will. You're talking my language right now. Listen, I, tell us, tell us three, three. Our time is running out because I want you know because you have a lot and I want our audience to know what they how they can stay connected to you. But three final nuggets of wisdom for the leader, for the per the person who. Uh, is stuck for the leader who has got the organization stuck, even for the leader who says, you know, I'm doing all I can is to other people. <laughs> These people need to get on board. They they off kill What can you give them three nuggets of wisdom to move from where they they seem stuck, they're stagnant, they're they're not accomplished what they set out to be, to being unstoppable and continuing on to their greatest self. Yeah, so we're talking about movement. So whenever we want to go from point A to point B or point C or point Z, we need a vehicle. So I have a simple acronym that's going to help all your listeners remember. Whenever you want to go from point A to point B or point A to Z, you need a vehicle. I call that vehicle your car, Mm -hmm. C-A-R. So the C stands for clarity. Before you can take off, you got to know where you're going. So you got to be clear as a leader, as a business owner, as an individual that wants to lose weight, you got to be clear. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. you got to be clear. Mm-hmm. The A stands for accountability. You need yes. to get yourself a mentor. You need to get yourself in an environment where there's accountability, people that are going to hold you to the fire about what you said you're clear about. 
and then the R stands for results. Results mm. stands for truth. We're not going to lie to ourselves. Mm. If you said you wanted to lose two pounds by the end of the week, then the result is going to let you know if you're in alignment. There's no sense of lying to yourself. If you look at the end of two weeks and you didn't lose the two pounds, you need to go back, reverse, go back to your accountability and say, hey, I didn't, I didn't meet my goal, and then go back to the C and get clear. Now, here's the thing about being clear. Are you really committed to what you're clear to? Because whatever yes. you're committed to is what you're going to accomplish. Oh, my. Who can you say that once again, Dr. Will? Say that one more time. Yeah. So whatever you're committed to is what you're going to accomplish. So when I look at people and they're not accomplishing anything, it's not, it's not that they can't. It's just that they're not committed. Because mm -hmm. when you really get committed, when you get show enough committed, you'll really mm -hmm. do it. You mm -hmm. were committed to eat those bonbons, and so you did it. You were committed to going to the movies, so you did it. You were committed to... You know, Game of Thrones, you was committed to power. You said, that's my show. You took, oh, Lord. You took accountability. You said, that's my show. I it's can't mess show. with you tonight because it's Wednesday night. See, you got to do that about your life and your purpose. You got to make it your purpose. You got to make it your life. You got to make it your results that you want. The yeah. same way you did it for that TV show, you got to do it for your life. The same way you, you cutting off the phone and you saying, don't bother me, don't call me when, when power's on, don't call me, that's how you got to get about your purpose. Don't call me. Don't call me. Uh, see, you got to be more committed to your purpose than power. I love me some goat, <laughs> but I got to be committed to Tanya White's purpose because <laughs> ghost is a figment of my imagination. Listen, Ghost guys, is making his money. Ghost is making, making his money. His money. And he's on to the money. next thing. <laughs> Dr. Will, listen, you have been wonderful. I want you to tell our audience how you they can stay connected to you, where social media, your website, because you have kicked some million-dollar information and some people need to connect with you. It's simple. My website is uh, drwillspeaks.com, and I'm on social media at drwillspeaks. So you can find me all over on Instagram, on um, um, Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, all under at Dr. Will Speaks. Oh, my goodness. You have been amazing. What's next for you? Book, tour, what's next? Uh, right now, I'm really excited. Um, my passion right now is to train other authors and other speakers on how to impact and increase their message and monetize their message. And so that's what really has my attention, training other speakers and consultants to have a major impact. And so if you go to my website, um, we have a conference coming up in July. It's called Give Me the Mic. It's about you getting the confidence to go share your message with the world. So that's July the 12th through the 14th, and you can uh, read all about it on my website, drwillspeaks.com. Listen, I know a lot of authors, a lot of authors, y'all listening right now. Dr. Will said he has got a program, a conference. Y'all better connect with him. He just kicked the knowledge, Dr. Will. Thank you so much for being uh, on Real Talk with Tanya White and taking the time and continue to do everything that you're doing. You're making a phenomenal impact uh, throughout this world, especially social media and the lives that you come in contact with. Uh, we are going to follow up with you, and when we come back in the fall, you're definitely <laughs> going to be one of our top guests we want to seek out, okay? 
I appreciate that. And once again, thank you so much for everything you're doing and this platform that you've created for individuals like me just to share our message and to share our passion. Thank you. Look forward to connecting with you soon, Tanya. Okay. Thank you. You have a great night. Listen, Real Talk listeners, Dr. Will, he has given us, I feel like I was in a, a, a counseling session. Uh, I am ready to move past being stuck. He said, listen, he gave a CAR acronym. You got to get clarity, you got to get your accountability, and you got to have results. And the results are going to be the truth about who you are. Listen, we're going to keep it rolling. We have one of my new favorite authors on the line, Arthur Jamila Smith. She is the author of um, Sprouting Seeds, uh, Run Runaway. And Cindy, I met her on uh, in Louisville at a, one of our events, watched a, a movie trailer, and I have been stuck on her her art, her her books ever since. She is, listen, watch for her. But she's going to come on and tell us about who she is and how she got into writing and how she goes from being stuck to unstoppable. This is her first time on the show. Y'all treat her real nice. Because uh, she may be a little nervous, but that's okay, because it's like we're talking one-on-one. So welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White Show, Miss Jamila. Hello. Hello, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you today? I am fabulous. We're both educators, so listen, we have three more days until it's over, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, we got three more days until it's over. I want to sing that song, but I want to let, I want our audience to find out who Arthur Jamila Smith is, and we're going to talk about some of your sure. pro, your your books. So tell us who you are, Jamila. Yes, I have three books, Sprouting Seeds. It's a story with a great-grandmother telling her life history to her great-granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, starts out when she's 15. It takes us to present day. And then I have Runaways, which is a teenage version of Set It Off, Girl Interrupted. Mm. We got... Uh, that's why I love it girl. so much. <laughs> that is why I love You just made it, uh, gave me a I love that. I'm sorry, you guys. You need, y'all going to see this movie. We're going to, because we're going we gonna to get, help her get that together. Runaways is good. I want to talk about that book a little bit deeper. So Runaways, Sprouting Seeds, and what else? And then I have Cindy. Um, she's in foster care. It's depicted in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. Cindy goes through different trials and tribulations from childhood to young adulthood. Wow. So, Jamila, how did you get started into writing? Um, actually, it started when I was in elementary school, um, which probably sounds kind of weird, but um, I had a teacher who used to um, allow us to have journal time, mm-hmm. and I think it was probably her way of having quiet time for herself, but she would let us write in journals, and you know, a lot of the students, they would just have daily entries, like, you know, they went to the store with their friend, or they got into a fight with their brother, you know, just real realistic things in their life, where well, I would just create stories, you know, like, kind of mm-hmm. like similar to Alice in Wonderland type of thing, and um, she would write comments, she would give us feedback and say, like, you know, oh, great imagination, great job, and so it just kind of, like, motivated me. I'm like, oh, she's reading this. So right. I got into it. Wow. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> let me, you know how teachers are. Yes, she give you journal time. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> exactly. <We're nice> <laughs> but that that helped you. And, uh, in, 
since you developed your craft, so it started in school. So were you the type to to be very active and, you know, write, be in the, uh, I don't know if you had drama club and all this, were you that type to be, uh, to participate in that, those type of uh, activities at school? I actually wasn't, but I would just get caught up in, when it was like an English class, whenever we had to do like a draft or that sort of thing, I would always be like one of the first ones or sometimes the only one to stand up in class to share. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, I would really? go above and beyond when wow. I, <laughs> yeah, I think the teachers probably would kind of, you know, push it a little bit more because, you know, none of the other students were as motivated. They would just like maybe write something short, um, maybe brief to the point where I was just like, expand and just just go on and on with my imagination and they loved it and it was fun for me so that I guess that was like my showcase moment but I never was active like in drama or any of the clubs or anything like that okay you just joined we'll talk with Tanya White we're talking to author Jamila Smith she is a Louisville author and she has author of three books Sprouting Seeds you need to get that on audio it'll put you in the mindset of, of just one of those old great stories, sitting at your grandmother's uh, kitchen table on the floor. But I want to talk about, Jamila, Runaway. <laughs> you just gave yeah. me that visual. Yes, that's why I love, I just gravitate towards that that trailer. So t- tell us about Runaways. Runaways. Well, Runaways, um, there are four teenage girls, and they're, from different backgrounds, and they're trying to escape from um, a horrific group home facility. Mm. And um, they they come from different backgrounds, but yet they share one thing in common, and that's to find love and peace um, mm-hmm. outside of from where they're living. Um, so that's their journey together in Runaways, yeah. Wow. And so they, they bond. How did you come up with that story? Did you just, actually, do you just go to a place and you know what what do I because I I only write nonfiction, uh, but I love fiction books, and so um, how do you get in with the characters and you know developing the characters because that takes a, a different type of craft a different type of writing, how do you get that? It was um, I used to have a lot of downtime. Um, I was an undergrad during that time when I started the story. So I had moments where I would just sit at the desk late at night, <laughs> no one to talk to. <laughs> and so and Facebook wasn't out. So, you know, all I had to do was, like, rely on chat rooms, and that got kind of old. So yes. I would just pull out the journals and the notebooks and start writing, and um, everything was just crafted um, from my imagination, everything, like, from start to finish. The characters I just made up in my head, personality-wise, you name it. Um my challenge, though, because I, I was always used to writing in first person, so mm-hmm. um, writing in third person, that that was a bit um, different for me, but mm-hmm. um, I obviously developed it, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was you pretty good. developed it well. Now, what do you Thank do? Because when you get, because I know I get writer's block, I get stuck, and I'm like, uh, uh, nothing's coming. Not, why can't I write? What do you do when you get stuck uh, on, just trying to develop a character, you just can't, you can't seem to go any farther. What are some tips for those aspiring writers out there, or those those people who's like, oh, I want to write a book, but I don't know what to write about? What I would, would always, um, I think I would just maybe sit for a few minutes, mm-hmm. um, and I I would just have 
my thoughts together from start to finish. I would just maybe take a few moments or maybe I would have to verbalize it. I would have to share with a friend. Um, Mm -hmm. I know like when I was writing another, creating another story, Cindy, actually, I was talking to my friend. We were in our dorm and um, I said, I think I'm going to create a story about a girl who does X, Y, and Z and she might do this, she might do that. And my friend was just kind of nodding her head like, oh yeah, that's a good story. Yeah. And she just kept on going about her business and then I just kind of got determined about it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to work on it right now. And I just went upstairs, and I made it like my chore. So, like, every night mm. um, I would pick an hour. Um, so, like, say, you know, 7.30, 7.15, whatever, before it got too late, I would have everything finished, and um, I would just take that time. That was my writing time. Mm. And once I had my, my thoughts together, I, I would just channel it. And even if mm-hmm. I could pause, you know, so obviously, you know, I'm not going to, write a whole book in one night. So right. um, I would just do different portions, but I already had it um, mentally. I already knew what I wanted to say in the very end. So it would just, mm-hmm. you know, take a while to get there to the end. But once I had my thoughts together, I was, it's kind of like getting ready for a road trip. You get your map ready, right. get your GPS, get your suitcases and all that. Once you know your destination, you're going to go. Now you're going to make some pit stops in between, mm-hmm. you know, but your focal point is right ahead, and that's pretty much how it was when I did Runaways. Amen. Listen, I love it. Now, do you offer, like, um, writing workshops for, for, for writers who want to write fiction? Because it's different. I think uh, nonfiction is way easier <laughs> than writing fiction because you have to develop the plot, the characters. you got to make sure. So do you offer any, like, um, workshops or coaching on that? I haven't, but I could. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never been invited to do a workshop, so oh, wow. well, that, that would be my first. Own, girl. We got to create your own, girl. We got to create your own, Jamila. I might have to do that. Stand out. Absolutely. You're right. You are so and right. Make, and then make them buy that book. You got three books. We'll talk. We'll talk offline, Jamila. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk offline. Definitely. Yes you, yes, you need. Yes, you're a wonderful writer. So. We are come to the end of our 10-minute boast about your book. Tell us where we can get your books and what's next for you. You can find my books on YouTube um, and also on my website, and that website is www.jamiladsmith.weebly.com, and that's spelled J-A-M-I-L-A, D as in Diane Smith, S-M-I-T-H. You can also go on YouTube and just type in Jamila D. Smith Runaways or mm-hmm. Jamila D. Smith Cindy, C-Y-N-D-I, and it should pull right up, um, including my trailer as well. So. Yes, get the, watch the trailer, because some of y'all out there got some money y'all can invest in so we can make this movie. I need to see this movie in full, fledged, yes. out. <laughs> Jamila, <laughs> I'm ready to make the movie. <laughs> I know it. You, I, need, I need you to make some movies, because you're a wonderful writer. Your vision is clear. Your characters are Thank wonderful. You. I, I we gonna we gonna talk. We gonna talk. We gonna pray and talk. Pray and talk. Definitely. Listen. Thank you for being on Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, thank you. You did wonderful, honey. You did wonderful. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I will follow up with you later. Remember, we got three more days until it's over. Okay. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Alrighty. Real Talk with Tanya White. Our last show of the season. Going from being stuck to unstoppable, Dr. Will, that came to kick to real knowledge. My spirit is still leaping. I can't wait to listen to the archive about that. Then Arthur Jamila Smith came and talked about her products, her books, Runaways, Sprouting Seeds, um, 
And Cindy, listen, y'all need to go to her site. Her books are wonderful, especially the sprouting seeds. It, it just takes you back. If you miss your grandmama and your mama sitting in, in the kitchen and talking, that'll take you back. Now, we got the doctor, the diva, the boss herself. I think this is her third time because I love her so much. Like I said, I met her last year. She slayed. She walked up with that that uh, off-the-shoulder jumpsuit. Her Louis Vuitton came in there and slayed the rug conference. I still remember that try is a premeditated lie. We got Dr. Wendy on. She read t- I don't even know what I told her to talk about. I just wanted her to be on the uh, <laughs> last season of the show. Hey, Dr. Wendy. Hello, Bill. Hi, Miss Daniel. How you doing, baby? Fine. Let me tell you something. I wish I could sing because I would sing happy birthday to you. Ah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Listen, I love you. I love having you on the show. Like I said, I I really don't remember what I asked you to talk about. Try is a premeditated lie. But I love you because you're so real, you're so relevant, you're so refreshing, and I know you got Thank you. some knowledge for us about this is the mid, oh, yeah. mid 2019. You know, a lot of people stuck in yeah. a rut. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I said I was gonna do this in January. It's June. It's June fourth. Still ain't done it. It's June fourth. Mm-hmm. Oh, first yeah. of all, before you get to giving us some real knowledge, Doctor Wendy, tell our audience who you are once again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, you know, I'm going to make this a little short because my resume is sometimes getting longer than, you know, I can stand. So uh, for the listeners who do not know who I am, I am Wendy Talley, all the way from sunny California. Well, I don't know if it's sunny anymore, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, But actually, I, I hail from Los Angeles, California. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and yes. And on May 15, 2020, I will be officially Dr. Tally from the University of Southern California. I am so excited about that. Whoop, whoop. Doctor, that's what I call yes. it. Dr. Wendy now. 2020 is here. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cat's residency, it's, it's, already, it's already on my, my social media handles. It's, it's already done. You know, I claim it with you guys, absolutely. And I've been in mental health for like the last, oh, God, 19 years. It was 19 years on May 11th of this year. And Dr. Wendy, um, you're only 25. How you can be in mental health for 19 years? I know. <laughs> I know. You know what? I, I have to say that I'm looking, but I don't know if I feel 25, but I look 25. I yeah, I do definitely look 25. <laughs> That's a whole nother taping on a whole nother deck. But, um, but you, yeah, yes, I have a private practice here out here in Los Angeles, California, where I service um, mid-level, high-level professionals, you know, dealing with various issues in their life, including mental illness, working with families and couples. I have an amazing team. Um, Keandra Jackson is my business partner with KW Central Services. That's where you get the K and the W. And besides that, I work with small businesses and large businesses in working on um, developing goal strategies. Mm how to deal with um, difficult employees at the workplace, especially if they're struggling with various different um, uh, mental issues and at the same time they're on the workplace. And also I work with managers and leaders in helping them learn how to manage and work with and create an environment where people who struggle with mental illness can feel inclusive. And then using goal strategies to help people really begin to put together their business. You know, how, right. how am I going to create this vision and make it come alive? How can I make my dreams come alive? And let's start, you know, at the preparation phase. So I'm your queen of preparation. Let's get it going. 
Let's get it going. You goal setting, goal setting, because we, we know how to set a lot of goals, but we don't know how to move and manifest those goals into tangible results. Why, why, Absolutely. why? You that? know what, you know, and, and I'm glad you said that, Tanya, because a lot of people feel like they know how to set goals, and actually folks really do not know how to. Okay. What many people believe is, is that they will just set a goal by making a statement. You know, just putting it out there by just writing, you know, this sentence or this phrase down, right? But really, when you are actually setting, you know, non-negotiable, intentional, and achievable and measurable goals, is that you have to be very, very specific. And a lot of times, people do not understand what that means. So let's just give an example. I had a client that came to me and said she wants to start her own event company, mm-hmm. putting on events. And I said, well, what type of events? Oh, uh, you know, she listed about 20 different events. I said, oh, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you plan on doing all that in one person? I said, well, okay, well, who's your target market? Everybody. Well, who's everybody? Well, my goal is to create my own, you know, event planning service. Okay, but what is that? And so a lot of times we have not drilled down and exactly created. And I listened a little bit to earlier to my mentor, Dr. Will Moreland, about creating vision. And so when you don't have a specified vision and you and, and you haven't really thought this thing through to its last to its to its core, a lot mm-hmm. of times our goals when we we actually say that we're going to um, set a goal, it's too general, it's too vague, and, and we really need to be. You know, we really need to hone in on exactly what it is that we're talking about, not right. so much just giving some general statement. I love it. I love what you said. You and and that is clear, cause yeah, cause cause I'm thinking like everybody else. I know how to set goals. Well, no, you don't. Cause when you explained yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, that's why I have to go through some of my clients. I'm like, but you know, I get all the time. I want to buy a book. Okay, but what's it about? What about my life? What, yeah. what about your life? Right. What makes your life right. so interesting? What makes, and then when, then I could tell if they really want it, if they mm-hmm. take the time to narrow it down. Uh, is it just a feeling, or is mm-hmm. it, you know, a a, a a a a actual goal that you really want to commit to, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see results? Because that takes, like you said, narrowing down, getting specific, digging, digging deep. You got to dig deep. The deeper you go, you're going to get to what you, you're looking for. And sometimes we don't like to dig deep to be specific. Right. Uh, and uh, right. I love what you said. You, we make a lot of statements, and they're not goals. Why, Absolutely. Dr. Wendy, don't we like to yes. dig deep? Yes, yes. I mean, you and I talked about the goal, uh, the book that I, you know, I, I am going to write and, you know, and all the things that come with that. And I remember you sitting down with me and you, you pretty much just said to me, you know, okay, why do you want to write this book? What are, what are the target markets? What are some of the what are some of the outlines that you, that you want to you know put in this book? What are the takeaways from this book? Are there called? Mm-hmm. We literally talked, I think, for about an hour, about mm-hmm. a good hour, hour and a half, just really honing that down. And I was taking notes because I really needed to understand: Am I just writing just to be writing? Why am I writing this? What's the ultimate end to this? And uh-huh. and then how am I going to move this? And so I believe when, you know, when a person, when you're getting folks unstuck, unstuck in their position, whether it's personal goals or professional goals, they got to understand that their goals got to touch their five senses. So we know our five senses is what? Touch, smell, see, taste, and hear, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
we've got to ensure that when we are talking about our goals, first and foremost, we've got to be able to see it. What does it look mm-hmm. like? What are the colors? What do you see? Where is it located? What's the name of the street? What's the intersection? What is, where, where do you see this thing live? Okay, what do you hear? You know, how, do you hear, the, you know, what's happening? What's the buzz about your business? What's mm-hmm. going on with the different people that is talking about your business? You know, have you talked to some people about your goals and your ideas? You know, touch. You know, can you touch your goals? You know, yeah. what aspects of your goals that you can actually touch? Dr. Will Morley talked about a mentor, you know, coaching, you know, different things like that. What can you actually touch? Smell. You know, I know it's kind of weird, but like, you know, how do you smell a goal? Mm-hmm. Or how do you smell, how does a woman, when they're thinking about their wedding day, can smell the type of perfume they're going Absolutely. to wear that particular day? Vision. Absolutely. Vision, right? And then <laughs> taste. You know, do you taste success? What does that look like? What does that taste like? What's, what flavor is it? So you've got to have a personal connection with your goals. And so in order for people to get unstuck, you know what I'm about to say, they got to stop lying. They Mm -hmm. have to stop lying by saying, oh, I'm going to try to do this goal. I'm going to try to be, you know, open up this business. I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I'm going to try. And what I have ultimately found out through research is that people, 60% of the American population cannot Mm. lie the first 10 minutes they open their mouth. Mm. I mean, they they will they will lie within ten minutes of talking. Excuse me. Mm. So within ten minutes of a conversation, I guarantee you they they have told a non-truth. Let's just be nice, a non-truth. Mm-hmm. They have smudged. <laughs> you know, for some of us, don't like the word lie, and it's like ooh, right? But try mm-hmm. as a premeditated lie. Try yeah. puts you it puts you to not make a commitment. Yeah. So watch this. Tanya, how many people that you have got into your coaching program about mm-hmm. writing a book and they said, well, I'm going to try to start writing, you know, the first 3,000 words. Mm-hmm. You follow back up. What is usually the response? Oh, I'm still oh, working on it. Yeah, I'm okay. still trying. Yeah, oh, still... some things have just came up. Yes. I don't know if I can do it right now, but I'm, a, I'm going to try again next week. Right. They just lied to you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it goes back yeah. to what, so, you, what what Doctor Will said. Whatever you want, you go you're gonna want to do it. Yeah. Like you said, you know, yeah. you turn your phone off. Uh, power comes on in August. How many people gonna turn their phone and say, "Do not call me"? I need to see what James St. <laughs> Patrick is doing. Yes, Talk when you really want to do it. something, you will do mm-hmm. it. And so it has to. It it goes down to that deep, that digging deeper. Why? Why is it mm-hmm. every time you try? to do something or you set out to do something, then you easily distract it. And you happily Absolutely. go with the those distractions and spend yes. instead of being determined to press forward. Cool. We happily go yes. uh to the distraction. And I know so this is infamous. People are like, Oh, I got busy or oh, my, my family needed well your family always gonna need mm-hmm. you. But if you go to the local <laughs> university, if you go to U of L and pay them thousands of dollars and your professor said you cannot miss a class as you will fail, what you going to do? You're going to be sitting in that class. So exactly. it goes back to what you are committed to. So that's Absolutely. why cause people say, you know, that try, that try. We, it comes out of mouth, right. try. <laughs> premeditated exactly. life. How can we tra- retrain, our, our, retrain our brains to stop saying, okay. I'm going to try? 
and definitely put the steps in motion. Well, I'm so glad because that moves us into the steps of getting unstuck, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is you want to be able to change your perspective, okay? And, you know, I I developed this quote, and I basically said, an undeveloped, undeveloped vision are past wishes of your mind. You will find yourself stuck in a web of I will try. Right, mm-hmm. and so if you don't, if you got to be able to change your perspective. And for your listeners out there, if you don't know me, and I wasn't able to say it, but I'm an academic. You know, I love teaching. You mm-hmm. know, and so what I want everyone to write down really big on your piece of paper. Get a sharpie, get the biggest, you know, thick pen you can find, and write down this: be non-negotiable, mm-hmm. be intentional. You have to be non-negotiable about the things that you set in motion. And you have to be intentional. Yes. Once you have decided to be non-negotiable, intentional about your vision, distractions, they will still come, mm-hmm. but they won't hold you in place longer than, you know, you would want them to. Yeah, you know, your phone might ring or something, you know, a kid might come into the room or the baby might start crying or your husband wants his or her quality time or, or what have you. I get that. But understanding that you have to be able to manage those distractions by having a developed vision so that you can be able to push that forward. you got to change your perspective. You know, the second thing you want to be able to do is surrender feeling unstuck. Mm. You know, for those of us that are believers, T.D. Jakes basically says, sometimes God tells you to put something down in order so that you can pick, so that you can pick something up that's better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hold on to that familiar. It Mm -hmm. goes back to holding on to familiar. I'd rather hold on to the Mm -hmm. familiar because Mm -hmm. I like it. I know what it is. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's routine than to put it Mm -hmm. down and launch out into a deeper, deeper path for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. We learned how to lie from our parents. (laughs) Yes, we do. Right. 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 You know, we, we don't want to believe I'm a parent, too, but our kids learn how to lie from us because we, we tell them things to delay. Watch this. Watch this, Tanya. We tell our children when they're young because they're always needing something, we're going to do it, but, you know, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Well, kids don't know when later is. Mm-hmm. Later to them, it could be two minutes from now, 60 minutes from now. We could be thinking months and weeks from now. We've le- we have taught our children to speak in delay. Mm-hmm. And so by speaking in delay, we teach them how to lie. Yes. We're going to delay the process. So now we're just, oh, well, I'm going to try to get you that for Christmas. Well, I'm going to try to do this. Either you're going to get it mm-hmm. or you're not. Mm-hmm. What, what, when you are saying try, you're telling me you have the inability to make a commitment. Ooh. Period. Mm. You struggle with the inability to make it. Yeah, so what was the next episode? Be okay with be okay with being wrong. See yes. your faith and your doubts will starve to death. Ooh. Say it's possible. Let's Brown say it all the time. Feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death. Feed the faith. Say, okay, I'm going to start my event planning business. Mm-hmm. Say that. Yes. Not I'm going to try. I'm going to start my event planning business. Now, granted, there's no date there. But you right. have made a commitment to yourself that you will, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. that you will try, but that you will, yes. you know. And, and so it's all about holding the vision and trusting the process. So yes. those would be the steps that I would say, 
you know, for folks to be able to ensure getting unstuck so that they don't continue to keep saying that I will try to do something, but that you will. I you must. will do it. I'm determined. You and know, you know, you that, that comes with sacrifice, and it goes back. Yes, it does. you got to make a sacrifice. you got to give up something, and then something could yes. be good. It could be extraordinary, yes. but you've got to mm-hmm. give it up. So that you can go to the phenomenal, to so you can be you move from being stuck because we can get stuck in good things, great accomplishments. Absolutely. We can get stuck there, Absolutely. but it's not we're not living our full potential, right? And that is where we get stuck at, and we get we sometimes you know complacency. That's what the word I'm looking for. Right, to, right, we right. Get complacent right. Um, mm-hmm. in, in the good stuff. So, Doctor Wendy. Three three things you can leave our audience with. We got six months left, and then yeah, and not just six months, but our whole life because it's just not about a year. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. put it in time frames because it is a life. It is a mindset. Uh, it is a mindset, yeah. um, especially yeah. that try. Uh, stop. Get mm-hmm. that out of your vocabulary, uh, people. Get yeah. it out of your vocabulary because you said <laughs> try is is you already is an inability. That you can't make a commitment. Oh my goodness! Yeah, your inability to make a commitment, and I know that's hard. I want some of you guys. I know you're probably thinking, those of you are listening, how can she say that? Breathe through it. I know you're mad. Good, get mad. But I want yeah. you to get so mad at that concept that every time you say the word "try," you're gonna be like, "Ooh," you gonna feel it. Yeah. You gonna feel it. So I want to leave you with three amazing things that I uh, with you, Tanya, and with your listeners because this is important. Is that when, in order for us to really get into being non-negotiable and being intentional about our goals and our visions and our dreams, first things first, we got to reevaluate why do why did God place this vision into my life? For those mm-hmm. of us that are believers, because I'm a believer, why did God bring this? Why did God bring this vision to me and not my neighbor, not my sister, not my brother, not my friend? But what is it about me that that He believes that I can push this thing forward? Also, too, you want to renew again. Renew, change your perspective. Renew your mindset about your goals and your vision. Get a mentor. I'm, yes. I'm a mentor to many. I'm a mentor to a many. So renew your mind by changing your perspective and having a mentor walk you through that new vision. And lastly, a support system. Get mm. a phenomenal support system that will help you hold the vision so mm. that you can be able to move through that process. Oh, my goodness. That support system is mm-hmm. life or death. If you have yeah, the wrong people around you, you are, you're not. And I'm telling we Dr. Wendy, I know I, know, I just I, I asked you to give us a book, but that support system, why? Yeah. We, we know. We know they, they're not. They're, they're good people. Mm-hmm. But when we want to... Go further. Why do we yeah. not realize that and put right. re- people in, in 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 the categories they need to be in? Yeah, no, I hear you, Tanya. I really do, and and and, and I and and I felt that. I just want to let mm-hmm. you know I felt that. Mm-hmm. You know, on a deeper level. And, you know, I'm developing a concept called the power of five, and it, it, it comes from Oprah Winfrey, where mm-hmm. she talked about that she has five important people in her life that she trusts. 
her most deepest secrets and she gets all of her advice from and she trusts him with everything in her being other than Mm -hmm. God himself, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought about that, and I'm like, okay, not only that, you know, it's great to have your girls' night or your girls' trip or your fellows' trip or what have you, but you need five people that got your back in every area, no mm-hmm. matter what. And they and, and, and they may not always fulfill every important aspect that you need, mm-hmm. but their cup is full enough for what exactly you need at that right time. So everybody's cup contents are different. And mm-hmm. so that support system has to be a power of five. Who Who's your truth person? Who's going to tell you the truth and shame the devil? They, yeah, you get mad at them, but they'll still be there in your face talking about, I told the truth, right? And everything worked out. I'm, who's I'm, going I'm to be the that? Person. I'm, Come on. I'm the, Everybody I'm better the get truth, Tanya and make I'm her the power of five. people. <laughs> yes, make Tanya your power of five, honey. Oh, She'll let Lord. you know. She won't, she won't have you going out there looking crazy, not on her name. I you know, know right. you got to have somebody who's an angel, you know, mm-hmm. um, somebody who will, you know, bless you when you're not even looking. God mm. uses them as a vehicle to be able to find things for you and bring you into the fold. I have a, I have a person that just calls me out of nowhere, and, and mm-hmm. I've learned to love her in, in her, in her, in where she's at, where all of a sudden I get speaking engagements out of nowhere. They'll call me mm-hmm. and say, such and such, you know, referred me to you. Who? What? Really? And I've literally gotten 10 speaking engagements this year because of this young lady. Wow. And we we hardly talk, not because, you know, you know, we're not close or anything. It's just that we're so busy. But she's my angel, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So she's the one that is always there. So you got the truth person. you got your angel. And I won't be able to go into all five. But mm-hmm. you, you want to have this power of five of individuals mm-hmm. that will stay by your side. You know, the one that will share your post, comment, and get people to come to your event just through their post. They're always on social media. Do right. something with it. Help me. You don't have to purchase nothing. Just just share, post, whatever you need to do. Oh, my God. My post. Yeah, That's it. it. I don't it's mean nothing for you. Sure. That's free. That's free. All that. Exactly. So those are the those are the important things to really you know when it talks about a support system, it may not always be our girls that we hang out with. It mm-hmm. may not be the family, but it may be this hidden five that stands in the balance for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That will that will honor you, and 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 they don't always have to be the best friend. It's great that it, that it is, but that power of five could be five individuals that will stand in the balance for you. That will ensure, that will walk with you through your success. You know, try yeah. is a lie. We need to try learn how to lie. tell ourselves the truth, and our power of five should be that truth. Mm-hmm. Our power of five Absolutely. should be that truth. Absolutely. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You said this is a program. How can people um, connect with you to? Because you need that. You because I love how you break yeah. it down. I love and. And yeah. it's, it's okay for it not to be your girls, your best, your BFF. That yeah. is okay. It's okay if it's for okay. it not to be your family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So well, I am actually currently developing this. You know I'm in the doctoral program, and so I got, you know, that big, you know, capstone that I'm doing, and, and that's taking up a lot of my time. But in the middle of the night, I'm coming up with a with what I want to do is a program or really actually small mini events. I would like to travel. And yes, I'm coming your way, Tanya. Mm-hmm. And I would like to do these small, small events of women. I want to choose five women 
that each of those five women choose five people they will want to be their power of five. And this is for them to say, you know what, I love you, I honor you, and this is who you are to me. I invite you to be my power of five. Will you accept this invitation? And they break bread with one another, and they Mm -hmm. sit down with one another, and we talk about how how we can cultivate that because Mm -hmm. successful people, Successful people have a strong support system. Successful people have a mentor. Dr. Will Morley is my mentor. I watch him all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because of that and the advice that he gives me, it has really helped my, my business just really propel. I'm excited about what's coming in 2020. He is part of my power of five. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he didn't know this, but in my mind, because he, he holds my vision and he and I trust the process. He's right. my power of five. So sometimes, you know, you have to be able to do that. And so how people can get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on Facebook, Wendy Talley, T-A-L-L-E-Y, and it'll come up. You'll see LCSW and DSWC, absolutely, doctoral student, candidate, all day, Dr. Talley. Um, you can also find me that way as well on Instagram, Wendy underscore Tally underscore LTSW underscore DSWC. I am there. I'm always talking to people about what it is that they can do. I'm all about being your truth, being your authentic self, and never apologizing for who you are. Be yes. non-negotiable. Be intentional. Let's get this money. Let's get yes. this life. Because oh. we, only have one, we only have one to live it out. Let's yes. do this. And let's, let's be strong. Okay. Yes, I love you, Doctor Wendy. You yes. are just this truth, and I can't wait to May twenty twenty because the party's gonna be popping with Doctor Wendy. Ooh, <laughs> I'm coming to the West Coast yes. for the party. Listen, absolutely, absolutely. Oh my, oh my God, that that power of five. I really, I can't wait for that because. I can see it. I felt when you were saying it, it's, that is going to be so impactful because it's a teaching people how to allow people in their life to help them. Mm-hmm. We don't allow mm-hmm. people in our life to truly help us. We want to give, give, and help, help others. But to yes. receive that help, it goes to another level of vulnerability um, yeah. that we have to embrace if we really want mm-hmm to be unstoppable and reach all of our goals. So I love that. I'll be I'll be waiting on bated breath and you know as soon as May twenty twenty finish, I'll be like, Come on, Dr. Wendy, where's this power five? <laughs> let's get this Yes, pop. let's get this power five going because I I need you and I want you a part of that because just, you know, the short time that I've known you and how I met you and you sitting next to me, you just your 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 energy, your drive and your ability and your talent has just been amazing. And I just want to say I am honored. I'm just honored because you didn't have to have me a part of your life. You didn't have to have me a part of your platform. You didn't even have to have me a part of your phone. But the fact that you felt that I was worthy enough to be and and, and stand with you, I honor that. I don't don't, uh, take that for granted. Thank you, Dr. Whitty. I'm honored too, honey, because yeah. you slayed it. You slayed us, girl. I'm still, I'm still at Run 2018. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand how she just walked up there and slayed the whole event. But y'all going to experience it, <laughs> Dr. Wendy. Y'all going to experience yeah. it. Trust me. Trust me. When she finished May 2020, she's going to be global. So y'all going to see it. But y'all going to know that she was on Real Talk with Tanya White. Kicking it knowledge. 
I love you, Dr. Wendy. I love you. I love you. I will see you in July uh, at the run conference. And I know you're going to slay again. I ain't going to ask you what you're going to talk about because I don't want to be surprised. You already know. You already know. I'm telling everybody. I'm telling all 5,000 attendees, try it as a yes. premeditated lie. Yes. Try it as a premeditated lie. That's Ooh. what we're going to be chanting all the way there with Les Brown, honey. My dream has come true. Oh, and I did God. not try. I did not try to get on this stage. Yes. I'm on this stage. See? She didn't try. Try as a premeditated lie. Woo, we, let's Come. go, because I could have you on her all night. I love you, Dr. Wendy. Much success, and I will see you in a few weeks, love. Yes. Okay, baby. All right. Bye-bye. Listen, Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you so much. We have our relaunch season has been a success. This is our last show of the season. We're going to take a summer break. We're going to come back in October for outstanding October. But until then, remember to stay true to yourself. Remember that being real, relevant, refreshing, that's what you're supposed to do in this life. If you want to be move from being stuck to unstoppable, you got to be real with yourself. you got to be relevant to the situation that you're in, and you got to refresh not only your mind, your body, and the spirit, but those people around you. I love you guys. Listen, get Yes, I Am Enough, the next level. Uh, it's on Amazon. Yes, I Am Enough, apparel, flip-flops, T-shirts, on TanyaWhite.com and re-listen to the archives. Lord, we're trying to get to 50,000. We are real close. But when we come back in the fall, trust me, we're going to another level. So we're going to close out with, uh, listen, I love Eminem. I love him. And just I am phenomenal because that's what I am, magnetically phenomenal. I love you guys. I will talk to you in October.
feel like you're running out of fuel. I show you how to use out of fuel. Convert it to gunpowder too. Now what you do is put the mat to the charcoal fluid. Put the spark to it like Martha Stewart barbecue. And all oh, screw it. Feel like you wanna hit that wall and do it. Punch through it. Just cut back. Put your arm into it. Now you gon' take that rage to make that what you ain't ever take back. What you say if you stay trapped in your brain and case in a steel case man, ready to grab fake say Take a piss of the So big and small. You're a Christopher Walken. Now picture them all in plastic and foam that lays flat. When you put your dinner plate back and set it on like a flame man. Like to be doubtful, cause you can bet your ass you'll be left tangled, cause I am... 